Cynic Empowerment. Last time on Cynic Empowerment. Okay, so Highland County Sheriff Department said in a statement, this one's a little dot dot dot. Let's just say sensitive. You could even say it's kind of nuts. <laughs> In reference to a potch castration surgery. Jesus. <laughs> it's kind of nuts. Dude, this is like the next fucking uh, Carlos Mencia's. What the fuck is this guy's Welcome, everybody. This is Cynic Empowerment. My name is Jimmy Horn. And I'm Tim Carpenter. Welcome, everyone, to today's episode. Jimmy! Yeah? I fucking love ice cream. It is probably the reason why I'm going to die of type 2 diabetes. Dude, touche. Like, after every meal, I could probably have at least two scoops of ice cream. I mean, Man. why stop at two scoops? I, I could probably eat a pint after every meal. Pint? Why not a quart? Why not a gallon why not that nasty-ass five gallons that sits in the back of your grandma's freezer <laughs> building up ice crystals week after week, although she offers it to everyone after every single meal time. <laughs> I feel like you're talking about like a very specific like five-gallon drum of ice cream that's like been in your family ever since you were a toddler. It's that fucking fudge ripple! God damn it, throw that fudge ripple away! <laughs> We don't need it. <laughs> don't need it anymore. No it. God damn it. Get rid of it. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's disgusting. You know what I would do? If I had the opportunity and I saw that on the shelf. Let's rewind. Let's rewind. Because that's been in the family for as long as the fucking silver spoon that came out of my great great grandmammy's mouth, I I wasn't born with any silver spoon. We're fucking proletariats. Who am, who am I kidding? Uh, some other fucking family heirloom. And if we were to rewind that far back and imagine that that pail of ice cream was sitting on the shelf of Walmart. Yeah. How old is Walmart? Um, I think it's been around since, like, at least the 80s. 80s. So let's imagine that Fudge was sitting on a, on an, an 80s Walmart counter. Because <laughs> <laughs> that, that's roughly how old it is. And in order to prevent anyone from buying it, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to whip it out from that freezer. And I'm going to give it a big old Tim Carpenter patented lick right on the top. <laughs> Just like that. That's pretty good, right? It's beautiful. That's pretty good. That's, that's what you do. That's what that's, you do if you're going to like teach everybody the error of their ways. You wanna, well, you want to make sure it's top quality, top shelf ice cream. Like You don't want to take it home. It's like, you know, perfume. You, you're like legally allowed to spritz a little bit of the perfume out to see if it smells good to you. Mm-hmm. I think you should be legally allowed to take off the top of ice cream and take a big old patented Tim Carpenter lick to make sure... That it's top shelf ice cream before you put it in your cart. I mean, that's that that only makes sense. Sure, it's worth a thousand dollar bond, right? I mean, wait. What? Maybe I'm getting ahead of Is it? <laughs> hey, what if you're a 24 year old and your name's Deadrian Anderson? <laughs> you think and, you and it's 2019? You think you deserve to be put in fucking jail for licking some ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> 
So this guy was uh, surveilled in a Walmart licking some bluebell ice cream. Hell, hell yeah. And now he is being charged with a Class A misdemeanor, which carries a penalty of one year in jail and a fine of up to $4,000 for licking bluebell ice cream. Yeah, it seems a little now, steep. Okay, so he licked it. He licked it. But, yes. but, 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 he didn't just, he didn't just like lick it and throw it in a shopping cart. He licked it and he put it back. Well, so there's two stories here. So the story of the charge of the misdemeanor is that he licked it and he put it back. But his father, if you read further in the article, tries to claim that they have receipts and that they actually bought all of the ice creams that were licked and that he was simp- he like would put it back for the duration of his Instagram video or whatever and then immediately put it in his cart and supposedly they bought all of the ice creams. And that's their way of trying to get out of the, the legal tanglement they've caught themselves in. Bought all of the ice creams. Yeah, I, I highly doubt that. I think it is also still like a little bit of a steep penalty regardless yeah like what what kind of world judges a minor do he's not a minor he's He's a 24 (laughs) he's a fucking 24 year old (laughs) he's basically a child yeah he's a he's a he's an old child uh i mean he's still he's a young guy uh he's he's fucking younger than a lot of the people that are probably listening to this podcast right now um so I don't know, and not to say that he should receive any kind of special treatment. He's just he's going for the fucking he's doing it for the gram. Doing it for the gram, man. Yeah, he's he's just trying to get attention. It's not the best way to do it. That's yeah, that's all we're trying to do. Man, get well, attention. Pretty much, uh, but god damn it, why why are you licking ice cream to do it? Like I know, and of all ice cream, oh, blue oh, bill. That's like it, nice ass ice cream. It's nice as ice cream, and you're also like, like it's a waste. It's just, just fucking, just fucking take it home with you. Like, I mean, it's not, it's not getting you the right kind of attention. You're basically daring people in power to like punish you. Everybody loves ice cream. You're messing with what makes everybody happy. Right? <laughs> it's one of the few legal ways to be happy in this country. Like, don't fuck it up for the rest of us. <laughs> for real, like, I, I, there are a few times that I have been happier in my life than. Sitting on my couch with a gigantic bowl of awesome ice cream. What what I think is like interesting or, or maybe funny of like of how this article is laid out is it says in this uh, statement here, this incident comes after a girl from San Antonio licked a bluebell ice cream tub and placed it back in the store freezer in Lufkin just last month. It's like it's like referencing it as if like this is like a ring of of copycat, you know, serial yeah. killers that are just copycatting each other's dastardly deeds to where no yeah. one can like track the true ice cream liquor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of terrible ice cream liquors. It doesn't end here. We put him in jail. We're trying to put it into it. Yeah. Send a message to all the other ice cream liquors out there. Fucking ice cream. Liquors. God damn it. Oh my God. <laughs> This is sad. I mean, I'd do it if I got the chance. Like, do you think I could just, like, run in there with a scoop and just, like, you know, sample a bit every now and then? <laughs> if somebody, like, pops open a brand new, like, 
Edie's fudge ripple, and they're like, oh, shit, there's already a scoop taken out. <laughs> Pretty cool. Damn it. You like you like go back to Walmart or wherever they bought this from. It's like I want my money back. They're like you scooped this out. No, I didn't. The scoop was already there. Prove it. I can't. Well, yeah. we're not refunding you. <laughs> There's two scoops taken out. It's like well, I didn't want to like not eat any of it. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love ice cream. Okay, <laughs> sue me. Oh jeez, can you think of a silver lining for this guy? Uh, the silver lining to going to the Walmart and licking ice cream. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of hard because, like, on one hand, you're like, ah, he's fucking young and he's like... He's making mistakes that are probably going to follow him for the rest of his life. I mean, if this is like the worst kind of mistake he's going to make at 24, like this guy is going to be a very, like, like this seems like the kind of like edgy shit like you would do like during like youth Bible study, right? It's like, we're going to go to Walmart and lick ice cream, you know? It's like, this is like the most lowest bar of like, badass shit you could possibly do of like licking ice cream and then go to the extra extent like i'm gonna go on a limb i'm i feel like it's probably true that after the video was taken his dad like actually like bought the ice cream so i think his dad is the person that was videotaping it who had the receipts for the ice cream i like i really don't even think it was like that level of like oh i'm a fucking rebel i'm gonna lick this ice cream and someone else is gonna lick it it's like like a 50 year old guy that's just like man my son's gonna get so many likes yeah you don't even know how many likes he's gonna get from licking this ice cream (laughs) exactly like like i just hope my son becomes instagram famous enough to take care of me in my old age (laughs) (laughs) which uh is possible he's banking on it man that's a fucking silver lining (laughs) you found it jimmy i did it i found it Hot to tar tar tar. I found the pot of gold. Hot to tar 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 tar. Hey, good job, man. I'm proud of you. High five. We just did that over the internet. That's pretty impressive, huh? So if I'm in that that Walmart, let's assume it's a Walmart, right? Yeah. And uh, I'm licking ice cream. I like that one. I don't like that one. I'm going to put that one back. And then all of a sudden... My shitbag little kids are like, hey, Tim, Tim. Actually, would my kids be calling me by my first name? It depends what kind of household you're running. No, no, no. They'd be like, daddy, <laughs> daddy, daddy, I want ice cream too. I'd be like, oh my God, I fucking hate these little kids. I'm just going to leave them all here. You think that would work? Only if you were able to give them some menial task that allowed you to separate yourself from them and and run away to the car with the keys that you have. I could be like, hey, kids, you know what's really fun? Licking all the ice cream. (laughs) And then I would just, like, leave them to lick all the ice cream for a while. Yeah, that'd probably work. Yeah, they would be there for, like, days. Yeah, they they wouldn't even know you were gone. Yeah, Honestly, like, it's, everybody's gonna be fine. Kids, just stay right here and lick all the ice cream. And lick all the ice cream. What if I had like two kids? 
You think I can get away with it? Uh, it would be harder with two, but I think you could do it. What about four kids? Um, I think you better... I mean, one kid doesn't like ice cream. I feel like you'd still, it'd still be a pretty good ploy. Like, even if you had... What about six kids? All right, what about all right now you're pushing kids? it. Okay, I have six kids. Let's say I have six kids, and I'm like, God damn it. I have... I have dug my heels way in to the procreation skill tree, and I'm skill ready tree. Get, you maxed I'm out on to, like reproducing. Yeah, the the uh, you the, put all the, your you put all your ability score points in reproduction. Yeah, I mean, like, why not? You know, because offspring offers some interesting skills. You know, like, yeah, you don't. You never know how many of your kids are going to be fuck up. So you need at least like six to ensure one of them is going to take care of you in your old age. Yeah, some of them might die and stuff. So like, you have to make sure that you have backups. Also, like you can ensure that like one of them are going to be responsible because the rest are probably going to be like fuck ups. Especially if you have that many, like you just like reduce the efficacy of having children overall. Right, because eventually just, you're you're going to have like so many fuck ups to like well adjusted children that you're going to have an equal number of like well-adjusted children taking care of fuck up children that hopefully you have enough left over to take care of you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Covering your goddamn ass. It's terrible. It's so bad. You know what? Leave them. You leave them all. You leave them all. You, you go back on you, you, you get rid you, of that skill tree. You don't need it. You don't need that. It's not important to have. You, you can just respect your character later and uh, put your points in something else. Yep. Just like Amanda Jardines. <laughs> yep. That's a lady from Adair County, Kentucky. Every time we hear about a story from Kentucky. It's shitty. It's very sad. <laughs> Kentucky is a very poor state with oh. a very high poverty rate. So it, it leads people to do things that people in desperate situations tend to do, which yeah. also includes abandoning six children in a Walmart. In this yeah. case, the children were from between ages 6 to 11. So the yeah. fact that there were six of them, like she was creating them like hotcakes and before you knew it, she had six of them, and she no longer wished to have six of them. That's so sad. Oh, man. And and not to mention, like, how terrible that 11-year-old must have felt, because at 11 years old, you are conscious of what's going on. Like, yeah. you, you are definitely aware that, hey, my shitbag mom just left all of us. She, 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 needed, a, she, needed, a little, she needed a little Snickers break. You know what I mean? A Snickers break. <laughs> she needed to get out of there, have a little candy bar, maybe go lick a couple of ice creams, you know, and take a fucking break from the fact that she had six kids. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's ridiculous. Man, I can't imagine having six kids. What do you think it's like to have six kids, Jimmy? <laughs> Come along, Jimmy. Put yourself in the situation. You're a mom. You're a mom. You're a grizzled mother from having labor. That is... Six times. It would be a full-time job and hobby all in itself. You'd 
better love the fuck out of children. Yeah, because it's going to take up not only all of your productive hours, but also any of your recreational hours of your life. So your hobby better be hanging out with your kids. Otherwise, you're going to be miserable. Well, I fucking love hanging out with my kids, so I don't understand Amanda Jardina's actions. Man, I tell you what, she was definitely she she was dedicated. She had a blue Dodge Caravan, and that, if anything, is a major symbol of having a massive amount of offspring. <laughs> you really can't <laughs> you really can't cart children around unless you have a Dodge Caravan. That's a that's a pretty it has Caravan part. in the fucking name. Yeah, for for serious. <laughs> She's wanted for six counts of abandoning a minor. <laughs> well, what do you expect? Yeah. Really? Of course she's wanted for six counts of abandoning a minor. At this, at this point, it's abandoning a minors. What? <laughs> I'm trying to allude that there's multiple minors. Oh, yeah. There's more than one yeah, minor. Minors. A, a, a minor, minor hex, hex minor, hex Multiple kiddos. Yeah, you yeah. got it. Fucking so many kids. Uh, does it make the crime worse? I mean, like, if she abandoned one child, they're by themselves. If she abandons two children, they have buddies. Yeah. If she abandons six kids, they have a fucking army that they can take <laughs> over a Walmart with. <laughs> That's right? their Walmart now. Le- They're all like, legally. you know what? We're gonna start licking all the ice cream. And guess and you what? Guys can't fucking stop us. We're juveniles, so you can't even send us to jail. What are you gonna do yeah. about it? Our mom is shitty. You can't stop us. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that's ridiculous. What's the silver lining here, Jimmy? Silver lining. I ask you first. To all of these children being abandoned in a Walmart in Somerset, Kentucky. I got one. I got one. Awesome. I got one. So these kids are getting an extracurricular lesson in independence. (laughs) They are learning what it is like to be on their own before it is necessary for them to do so. So they are ahead of the curve. Pretty good. Pretty good. Good job, kids. Good job, kids. It might, not have, might not have been what you expected, but then again, if you are fearful of something, if you don't know what to expect, you have to submit yourself to that thing in order to overcome the odds. Right, kids? I think so. Not sure yeah. where you're going with this, but I'm tentatively agreeing with you. Yeah, I got a tentative agreement. I think that's a good. That's a good to go. That's a good to go. Oh man. Uh, so, what if? <laughs> what if? What if? Uh, what if I meet these kids? <clears throat> you what? And, uh, what? What if I meet them? What if I meet them in the Walmart? I see them like licking some bluebell, and I'm like. Hey kid, uh, I really have to go pee. <laughs> but uh, I can't make it to the bathroom. <laughs> Jimmy knows where I'm going with this. You, you and the audience, you know, you're not aware just yet. But we're about to talk about a Cleveland cop who urinated on a 12 year old. And I'm like, hey, 
hey, kid. Oh, my God. Can I just pee on you for a second? It's absolutely fantastic. Oh, my God. We're talking about Solomon Nehuatitlan. Oh, my God. Hey, how about the fact that I just butchered his last name? And how it makes you the asshole and not Solomon. Notice how I just, like, left off officer because I don't think that this guy deserves to be called that anymore. Uh, yeah, I, and also I, I don't think he no – I think he no longer carries that title of officer. I think that's been stripped from him by this point. Yeah, I, I would say so. So <sighs> you, you give it a shot. What's, what's this guy's last name? So this is Solomon Nwatiwa. Nwatiwa. That's my best Nwatiwa. guess. Nwatiwa. Nwatiwa. Uh, this guy's 34 years old, so before you go saying like, oh, this guy's like a 24-year-old cop, kind of like we did with our Bluebell incident, yeah. this guy's 34, <laughs> You right? know better. You know better. <laughs> You've lived more than three decades on this earth. You are responsible for the majority of your actions. You know where your pee belongs. Yeah, absolutely. So, this guy, <laughs> oh my god, this guy tries to kidnap a 12-year-old girl. First and foremost. Right. So, so first off, we know he, he's a pedophile. So uh, we can we can cross that off our list of why this guy's a piece of shit. What the fuck? And how did he get to be a cop? Well, how did he get I'm, to be a cop? Well, you see, uh, you you try to be a cop, Tim. Was there ever a questionnaire that asked, "Are you a pedophile?" Yes or no? No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why he got to be a cop. I didn't get a point. I didn't get past the uh, being honest human being portion. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't get past that portion. No, I didn't because every time I was honest, they were like, "Oh my god, this is fucking terrible." I'm like, "Hey, like, it's really not that bad. Like, everybody does these kinds of things. It's like, oh, come on, it's not that bad." Jeez. They asked me if I had ever fucking punched somebody in the face, and I was like, yeah, of course, no. Uh, okay, in all what? seriousness, no, they, they were asking about my, my drug history. Right. And I was like, I think the best I think the best thing is honesty, right? Like, I should just be as honest oh, as God. possible. And in the, uh, in, in the, yeah, seriously, it was a fucking idiotic move. I thought that the best thing would be like, hey, look. You know, like, I've experimented with these things. I'm interested in these things. Uh, hey, make me a fucking undercover cop. Make cop I know now? It works. I know it fucking works. I'm not going to be like that, like, weird guy that's like, oh, that guy's got a goatee. Throw him in the field. Wait, 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 wait. Put him in a leather jacket first. Now he's and cool. And stay cool dude and man a lot. You know, like, that's that's pretty much how you do it, right? I I guess maybe I don't know. Cool dude, man. Ugh. He's like, Ugh. he's got a fucking goatee. Nobody wears a goatee. I anymore. have a cousin who's an undercover cop, and he's like the most like straight laced like person ever. So I have like a, he's he's the kind of person that I'd imagine would just be like, cool dude, yeah, man. <laughs> like just say that over and over again, because I have a hard time like imagining him in a situation where he's got to buy drugs undercover or anything else yeah do you guys know where i could score any marijuana yeah exactly he's that <laughs> kind of guy yeah no no i don't oh man <laughs> yeah I, I really don't know maybe he's really good at it but just 
from like knowing him and talking to him, I, I, I can't see it. Has he ever tried to abduct a 12-year-old girl? You know what? I've never asked him about that because I haven't passed to him the are you a pedophile questionnaire yet, but uh, I'm assuming not. We're, we're going to assume not, but you know what? He's never been uh, he's never been in the situation, so it very well could be a possibility. Let's not count it out. Yeah. No? In fact, let's uh, let's work that into the majority of uh, you know rubrics for police officers in the future. That'd probably be a good idea, right? I like. I mean, let's fig- we need to figure out a way to determine whether or not our police officers are pedophiles, right? I they have a lot of power, so I think it would be a, a justified thing to know whether or not before they go out into the field. I mean. <laughs> I wouldn't be against it. Yeah, I wouldn't be against it either. You know what? Let's just get rid of cops. This is going a direction that I did not see coming. Let's just not have cops. Then who do you want responding to 911 emergencies? We'll do it. You and me? <laughs> I don't want to do it. You do it. I don't I don't I just said I don't want to do it. Then I'll do it. Oh, well, I okay. I, I don't really want to do it either, Jimmy. Yeah, that's why we have cops. There you go. You've, you've just figured out why we have cops in a nutshell, because no one wants to do what they do. That was quick. That was that was some on-the-site reasoning. That was, I like that. I like how that works. All right. Fucking... Solomon Niwatawa. Niwatawa. Oh, man. His name is so fucking hard to say. Uh, do you want to... Do you want to talk about what happened with this guy? All right. So the individual, uh, Solomon Niwatawa, he was a Cleveland police officer who attempted to kidnap a 12-year-old girl who was waiting for the school bus on her way to school. And I guess at the point of which she said that she wasn't going to get into his police car, Solomon did the only thing that seemed reasonable after that and began urinating on her while recording urinating on her with his cell phone. And by the uh, next logical yeah. step, I mean the most illogical thing you could possibly think of. Sounds like a rookie. Uh, I would think like the step one in like avoiding persecution as a pedophile is to not videotape yourself doing dumb pedophilic shit. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's probably the most pedophilic, weird, perverted thing you could possibly do is urinating on a random child. Yeah, unless that child was, like, talking shit about you, right? I, I think even still it doesn't justify anything. Um, I mean, it would justify some things. Okay, in what situation would it justify? I'm not. Would it be no, I'm not. Nope, not touching that. Come you on! No, that's you. You're the one that brought it up. I didn't fucking say it was a justification. That's your fucking hole to dig yourself into. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, please, what? Tim, please. Come up with a situation where that would be okay. Please. By all, all right, means. What if, all, right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, okay. So what if the 12-year-old... Was on fire. Ah, uh, I don't even... <laughs> Thanks for the help, Jimmy. Uh, yes... That would be a good situation in which you could piss on a 12-year-old if you had God no other it. means to 
quench the fire. God damn it. Uh, I, hate, I was I thinking so much. Lines of like, like the, <laughs> I hate they you would so like, much. There would be like no other choice but to peel. Like maybe that was like, the only one. I gave it to you. That was there it. There was one. That's it. The child's on fire. That's it. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure that's it. Uh, let's say that the 12 year old child. God damn you! Why had a a a pointy thing? Let's what say the like fuck? A, had a pointy thing. Uh, pointy thing is like a piece of rebar that's been sharpened to a point, and it's you. they stab they stab the police officer in the bladder with a sharp piece of rebar, and and they can't control their they're pissed, so they start peeing on the 12-year-old. <laughs> That's all I got. I don't know. It's like it's some, some kind of situation in which they, they can't control themselves. You just fucking edit that out. <laughs> I don't fucking know, Jimmy. I'm trying to just, like, go on the fly, and I that's all I got. Yours was better, okay? I'm, like, face-palming so hard right now. I bet you are. I bet you're face-palming so hard that your fucking fingers are coming out from the back of your fucking head. <sighs> I tried, okay? Niwatawa! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Niwatawa has been charged with attempted kidnapping, uh, pandering yeah. obscenity, uh, disseminating material harmful to juveniles, assault, uh, endangering children, child enticement, interfering with custody, and public indecency. What is child enticement? It means he was trying to get the kid into his car. So does that mean like he had like a piece of candy? It means he was trying to convince the kid to get into his car. Hey, kid. You want to come get in my car? And the kid's like, no. And it's like, all right, it's child enticement. Yeah. That's it? Yeah, that's it. Really? Yes. You don't even have to be like, hey, kid. And the kid's like, yeah. You're like, I got a piece of candy. And the kid's like, no. And he's like, that. Ah. That's also child enticement? Yeah. Fuck! <laughs> you can't do anything with kids what these God days. Damn it. Yes, that, that, is, that is the moral of the story. Just leave kids to fuck alone. Yeah, don't talk to kids. Just don't do it, okay? Yeah. I, I, am, I am weary of anyone that is interested in talking to kids that aren't their own kids, as everyone else should be. Nah, it's okay to talk to kids. Nope. You want to make sure that they're acclimated to the surrounding environment. No. Nope. Yeah. No. Nope, you want to don't. talk to them. No. You want to talk to them. No. Talk to them. No. Talk to them. no. Yeah, like that. No. Don't talk to them exactly. Don't talk to them like Niwatawa did. Just don't talk. To, just, just, don't, don't, don't talk to them with with your piss. Just don't talk to kids. Just yeah. Don't. Just hey, talk to kids. you got a silver lining for this shit? Well, it says here that according to the county prosecutor, Michael O'Malley, he said that uh, Nietatawa will be held accountable. It's my office's mission to ensure he never wears the badge of a police officer ever again. So it would seem that the Cleveland uh, people in Cleveland that are prosecuting this case are going to ensure that this motherfucker uh, gets his badge removed, and hopefully he's not in a position of power in the future that he can use to try to uh, endanger children. 
Hell yeah. Because if he's doing this kind of shit to 12-year-olds, like, who knows, like, what other shit he's done in his career. Because he's been a cop since 2014, which, shit. five years, he's probably done some other fucked up shit, too. That would be my guess. I would, I, I, I highly doubt this is the first time he's done some sketch shit. Maybe he never, maybe this is like the first thing he ever tried and it went horribly, but I, it would be my guess he's done fucked up shit before. Yeah, this is the first thing he got caught for. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, as soon as you're under the watchful eye of, uh, your administrators, you're gonna do some fucked up shit. Uh, naturally. Um, shit. Well, it's good that this guy got caught. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um, fuck. Well, you know, some ladies actually like it when their guys are assholes to them. I know that sounds ridiculous, and I, I, I don't want to be one of those guys. I'm not trying to be like a like an alt right nut job or anything. But what did you just say? I, some 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 ladies like it when their guys are assholes to them. That's it. No, that's not your statement. That's 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 it. They they, they 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 like it when that happens. You know, like if they don't fulfill that 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 paradigm, that that important variable of a relationship, they'll file for a divorce. Like, no no joke. <laughs> no joke, man. That kind of that kind of shit happens. You know what? There was a lady, United Arab Emirates, that filed for a divorce. She filed for a divorce in Sharia court because the husband never yelled at her or turned her down. She was choked by extreme levels of love and affection, helped her clean the house. (laughs) (laughs) She hated it. What the fuck is going on? (laughs) Bullshit. I'm supposed to clean the house. What are you doing? Okay, so... This is going to sound real weird, and I'm sure that there are going to be some ladies in our podcast that are listening right now that are going to totally disagree, and there's going to be a slew of others that are probably going to agree, but I would think that the majority of ladies do not like their their man to be a gentleman all the time, if you know what I mean. Oh, no. My significant other doesn't like me to be a gentleman all the time we actually had a lot of fights over that when we first started dating yep i had a break break, had a breaker down yep don't don't be don't be nice all the time uh isn't that funny (laughs) it is funny uh and it was a hard lesson for me to learn but i got over it a hard wait wait she was like well how did she break it to you uh, my my girlfriend is fiercely independent, so there were I guess when we first started dating, there was too many times where I would try to be nice when she'd be like, "I can do this shit myself. Go fuck yourself." I'm like, "Okay, well I'm never gonna help you the fuck ever again." She was like, "Good." I was like, "Okay," and and now That's exactly we're exactly what I wanted in the first place. Exactly, and then now we're at a good place of like expectations of knowing what to expect. But I don't know, it's just like little small stuff of like. Me asking if I could like carry something for her, and she's like, "No, I can carry it the fuck myself." I'm like, "Well, fuck you too," or yeah. um, what else? Be like, yeah, she's an independent woman. Exactly. Or like me offering like her to like make get like the first bowl of like after I made dinner or something like that. And she's like, "Fuck you, you get the first bowl." I'm like, "Fuck you too, I will." Um, but so, yeah. So, how did your? I mean, it's probably a, a bit of a leap to say, like, how did how did the first date go? Like, did you pay for her stuff? 
can't remember. Because I mean, like, the real power move, right, would yeah. be to be like, hey, you know, like, I believe in equality among sexes. We're going to split yeah, the 50, bill. 50. Um, yeah, I feel like we probably did split the first couple of bills when we would go out to eat because, yeah, she didn't want nobody paying for her shit. So I think we Hell, did. Yeah. Like, I think we did, but I think we did because she wanted to, if that makes sense. Like, I wasn't, like, trying to power play that. She was like, I want to pay for half. And I'm like, good, because I'm poor. Sounds like a keeper, dude. Yeah. No, it worked as out. If, as, if, as if I haven't told you that in the past. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, no, but at first it was hard because I was trying to be too nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you got you to gotta be, uh, you got to be a bit of a barbarian every once in a while. Yeah. You know, and, and we, you know, without going into too much detail, guys that are listening to this podcast, don't be nice all the time. And I'm by no means am I saying go start peeing on people and being all mean and shit and licking their ice cream. Don't lick their ice cream. Don't abandon all their kids. Like don't, don't, don't abandon their children at Walmart. But you yeah, know. don't don't just be don't be an asshole all the time. You know, like I, what I'm saying is don't be a pushover. You know, don't be yeah. someone. Who is going to always take the subservient passive role? Yeah. Like, yeah, like just like any other partnership that you would be in, like take the lead. You know, like like do that at least every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Like Jesus. Like I, I I feel like we're like we we have a podcast for cuckold at this point. Jesus. It's <laughs> <This is> ridiculous. <laughs> no, just get to it, fellas. Man, do you, do you think? Uh, don't don't be this guy. Yeah. Uh, do, we, do we even have any names on this one? No, there's no names. So in this UAE divorce case, basically, you know, there's a man and a woman, and the woman's divorcing the man because she felt that she was being oppressed by her husband's niceness, who would do all these chores in the house and do all this cleaning and cooking. And never argued with her once ever. And even when this wife chastised her husband for getting too fat, the husband went on a very restrictive diet and lost weight and started working out to appease her. <laughs> and because of all this, she wanted to divorce him because, uh, you know, she didn't want to date no punk ass. Hell no. Yeah, you, 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 you can't be getting caught up in all that punk ass bullshit, man. Yeah. I totally understand. Man, but I mean, there is a silver lining to be had here. Is there? Yeah, I mean, like the the the, the guy was fucking nice as shit. Like yeah. he was, he was being like a he He's was trying being so like hard a feminist in a, a society that didn't accept such things. That's like, true. It, it didn't have any any uh, uh, framework to understand what a feminist ought to be like help your lady out like don't leave her to do all the house chores uh don't uh, don't fucking yell at her for no reason like yeah this person was totally incorrect in that sense um the silver lining here is that the the article as it stands is making fun of this person for doing something that's absolutely ridiculous, at least as the Western world now understands it. Right. Like, in the 1950s, we probably wouldn't have understood that. Seriously. Be like, oh, of course, you're filing for divorce because your husband's a bitch. Yes, yes, absolutely. But it's like now, 
it's like yeah, you gotta you 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 should do some of that. Like don't don't leave your wife to do all that. She's a person just like you are. Exactly. Like don't don't try to force her into a gender role she doesn't want to be a part of. Right. Oh man. I tell you what, you know, and if if somebody is forcing you to to into a gender role that you don't want to be a part of, there's always an option. You can go camping, you know. You can go camping. You can go camping in the most extravagant of ways. You can take part in the pause pod. Wait, no. No, the pause pod, that was a different thing. What? The pause pod was a miniature tent that allowed you to take naps at work. This here is a floating tent from Smithfly that enables you to sleep. It's called the uh, sleep on the river. It's called the shoal tent. You don't you don't like the pause pod where you can sleep at work? The pause pod is an <laughs> equally dumb invention, but not the one we are talking about today. Fine. The shoal tent. Yeah, it's not fun to say. Pause pod is much more fun to say. Yeah, I won't call it the pause pod. So this incredible invention is a mere fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars, and it is $2, basically $2, yep. It is basically a blow-up bed with a tent on top of it. That that's all it is. It's a raft tent. It's a that's bullshit. It's a blow-up bed tent, and. <laughs> Uh, what's most incredible about this tent is the article describing it. So here's a quote from the article. Yes, at long last, you can now live out your dream of falling asleep while you lazily drift down a river, hit a sharp submerged stick, and awake in total darkness as cool, refreshing water rushes into your tent, and a high-quality nylon body bag slowly entombs you and pulls you down to where the rescue divers will recover your waterlogged, fish-eaten corpse. Yeah, this is a... Is a really dumb decision. Uh, I don't. I don't think that anybody should uh, buy one of these things and actually go on it. Although it might be a good way to commit suicide if that's what you're into. Yeah, this is a, a easy two thousand dollar suicide tent. Yeah, like like going uh, going lazy river rafting, like just hopping in an inner tube and going down a river. That's some fun shit. But that's because you're conscious. Right. Yeah. At least until the point that you've drank like twenty beers, and then you're like, ah. But even then, you've got a, a bunch of buddies that are like, hey man, hey man, hey man, you're headed towards the rapids. Like, what? like at least you have that. But going the fuck to sleep while you're just like floating off into oblivion, not a good idea. Not a good idea at all. Yeah, and it's fifteen hundred dollars worth of bad ideas. This tent should exclusively be used on lakes where you're not going to be anywhere further down any river or waterway that you don't know what what's at the end of it. Yeah. If you're going to use it exclusively for lakes, it could be theoretically okay. But yeah. rivers, that's a, probably one of the most awful ideas ever. To give another perspective of how awful an idea this is, we have a tweet here. From Lindsay Tucker, uh, number eight, and Lindsay Tucker says, I don't think the purpose of camping is to have no fucking clue where you are when you wake up. That's what drinking is for. Here, here. 
Yeah, well, I mean, I don't, I don't intend that to be what drinking is for, but I totally understand the side effects. The sentiments there, I agree. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and to the extent of which this stupid retail device is popular, it is currently on back order, so you'll need to wait at least six weeks before you can buy one of these stupid pieces of shit. Holy shit! So there's well. There are probably a lot of people that are using this in ponds and lakes, right? Hopefully well, people are using this in, like, tents. What's sad is that the Mashable itself, which is some company or thing advertising this product, says right here in one of their tweets, Why camp by a river when you can camp on one? So it is advertising the exact wrong kind of advice on the upfront. So given the content of our podcast, it probably won't be long before we hear about some tragic death involving a shoal tent in the future. Yeah, what do you think is the worst way that somebody could die involving a shoal tent? I mean, I think pretty much it's already been lined out in the first quote I gave of it being, you know, lazily coasting down a river and then a stick or some other pointy sharp object in the water punctures a hole in it and then you wake up in pitch blackness in the middle of the night and you're already submerged underwater and you don't know where the zipper is for your tent to unlock to unzip it and get out and you end up dying sinking yep that's pretty terrible what what about that like that feeling that you get you know like when you're on the um there, there are a bunch of amusement park rides in which you like feel your heart drop, right? Or you go over a big hill, yeah, and you like you feel that your like stomach rise up into your throat, yeah. What if, what if you're like floating along and all of a sudden you feel that and you're like, oh shit, I'm going over a waterfall right now. <laughs> 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 you're just like dropping like a hundred feet, <laughs> like. And then you hit some rocks and die. You know, and then you're dead. It'd be awesome. That's pretty bad. Although that happens a lot faster than than what you mentioned, which I think would be more terrifying, because you like slowly realize it's like oh, I don't know where the zipper is. <laughs> yep, you're just like I'm trying to find the way. I don't know where all. Yeah, at least there's like a a lot of like there, there's there's like action packed fun in the in the other option. <laughs> the death. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the action packed suicide option, please. Yeah, click yes. Thank you. Oh man, then there's also the uh, like you float on shore and you find yourself by like some like crazy uh, hillbillies that have like a still located by the riverbank. So they make you like bend over a log and squeal like a pig. There's also that kind of stuff. I like it. Yeah, deliverance style, man. Uh, no telling. I don't know if they're going to kill you after that, but you'd probably want to die. That is. Hmm. <laughs> Anyways, uh, do you have a silver lining to this, Jimmy? Is there any silver lining to this crazy-ass tent? The silver lining. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you go to the orange portion of the tent. It makes it more aesthetically pleasing. Uh, it is a beautiful thing that increases marketability. <laughs> is that if you don't have enough sense to not spend $2,000 on a tent, then yeah. you don't deserve to live. I'm just kidding. That's not true. <laughs> yeah. That's not get true. Get those fucking trolls, Jimmy. <laughs> it's not true. Fucking get them. It's not true. 
They deserve to live too. I don't know, man. It's pretty hard. Uh, I guess the silver lining is that uh, blah, 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 that uh, houseboating is no longer exclusively for the people that can afford houses. <laughs> you could go houseboating in your fucking inflatable air mattress house. Yeah, so uh, don't go to sleep. Why are you doing it? You could literally recreate this by taking an air mattress and just putting a tent on top of it, and it would, you would save so much money. Yeah. And you could also make it a lot safer just by putting like a little, um, like putting the sticks on top. Like don't don't enclose it. Like you allow close it. to row outside of it. Yeah. Because you need to be able to direct where the tent goes in the case that you're like headed towards rapids or a waterfall or you want to go to bed, <laughs> you want to go to sleep. Yeah. Go fucking tether yourself ashore. Like don't fucking just go down a river asleep. Seriously. Jeez. All right. Well, in the instance that you all would like to float down the river into oblivion, there are a lot of things that you could possibly be thinking about while you do, and we'd love for you to let us know what it is you're thinking about. All right. Where all could they let us know? If you all are interested in getting in contact with us and letting us know what's making you sad, you can do so by emailing us at cynicempowerment at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you there. Or you can tweet at us on Twitter at Cynic Empower Me One. Or you can like us on Facebook at Cynic Empowerment and send us a message through there. We would love to hear from you. It would mean a lot to us, and we hope to hear from you in the future. Oh, yeah. Uh, unless your future happens to involve licking a lot of ice cream and in that case fuck you you better not lick my ice cream yeah fuck off if i have like a pecking order like number one shit list licking ice cream number two people that pee on 12 year olds number three people that have too much money and spend it on tents that are fucking useless yeah fucking death trap tents in which you're gonna die anyway you know what go ahead and spend your money on that yeah i i endorse you spending your money on a death trap Tent. If you have more money than sense, you know, you get what's coming to you. Yeah, hell yeah. Agreed, Jimmy. Here, here. Ka-chow. I'm sorry I took a piss in the middle of the episode, Jimmy. I didn't expect that you would hear it. <laughs>